back to Taste and Seen. Episode Dose. Or number the two. Build up. Number two. The buildup. And you guys can't see it, but he had the finger, like he was pointing finger at dose. the mic. That's right, dose. Like you could see it. Dose. Dose. Today we have with us the intern. He's actually called the resident. Best entry level employee ever. <laughs> That's what he likes to refer to himself as. That's what the coffee cup He's says. Technically <laughs> a resident for NPA, but when he came here, I was like, listen, Matt, nobody knows what a resident is. Right. I don't know what it is. I don't. He doesn't even know. <laughs> the resident so, doesn't know what So I was like, means. listen, let's just call him an intern. A long intern. Like, we're doing this a lengthy internship type of thing. <laughs> but FYI, when we got here, um, there was some coffee, and he said, Tristan, there's some coffee for you. Because interns get coffee for us. That's, That's their what we job. do. I That's literally their... had him bring it to my job Yeah, once. literally their Told number him one job. And to. so anyways, I pumped it, and it just kind of spat in my cup. <laughs> Inside just a few a drops. It's, uh, it's it is. It's, it's the Bible says it. So it is a word. Right. And so I have like literally enough to go, and it's gone. Like he didn't do a good job. Anyways. You want the rest of mine? <laughs> no. Anyways, we have He's Connor. Oh, Sherry's so caring. Nice. So we have Connor Lewis here with us today. He's the intern slash resident slash best entry level employee ever. ever. Of NPEA slash North Point. There's a lot of slash. I'm not. I'm not here. technically on staff with North Point. No, yeah, he's just have, here. You don't have a desk. <laughs> I don't even have a desk. I have a chair, and when it's I... just one of the broken chairs from the <laughs> North Hall. When he, I got here, he broke it last week though. When I, I got here and got a desk, Connor was so mad. He's. I've been asking for one of those for forever. <laughs> yeah, Lauren's we been here love for a month. Connor. I don't even have a desk. <laughs> Anyways, between us three here. Um, McKenna grew up with Connor. Me and Lauren grew up with his wife, Natalie, and it's a fun connection to do ministry here together. And so he's been doing an internship slash residency with NPEA uh, the last two years, well, year and a half, technically, will end the, the end of this year. December 31st, the Connor project's over. <laughs> That's what the calendar says. He wrote on that on No, Matt put that on the oh. calendar. Oh, my <laughs> Anyways. Um, he's with us, kind of learning the ropes of church and podcast, apparently. And ministry. And ministry. And Good. so He's catching on! <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, he's going to um, share how he's tasted and seen God moving in his life recently, in the last couple years. Um, Connor? Well, first off, I'd like to say that God tastes a lot like sweet tea. <laughs> I don't know how accurate that is, but you can see he's learning so Because when you, take, when so you take that first sip of sweet tea, hot summer day, first sip of sweet tea, you're like, this is the best thing ever. But Jesus... So God is the best thing ever. But only, he said the first sip. Like, oh! Jesus it, is... You keep do the sips get amazing. better? Yeah. Oh, they get better. That's the right answer. And that's why I can drink a gallon of tea within an hour. Sweet tea. Sweet tea. Okay. Yeah. So Unsweetened he, tea is just dirty water. All right, lesson learned. <laughs> Jesus... Tastes great. It's good. It's good. It's good. You just yeah. got to taste goodness. him, and then you'll see him. There, there you go. Wisdom. Okay. <laughs> Connor Wisdom 101. It's it's there. It's growing. Fabulous. Okay. Taste and see. How have you tasted and seen God in your life? Well, um, first off, I listened to your podcast, this podcast, while I was golfing this morning. And Tristan says that his story with God starts at his birth or like right before his birth. 
Mine starts before yours. <laughs> Even though you're older than me, mine starts way before yours. Way. Way before Way, like, way. <laughs> like pre-2000, pre-1990. Okay, pre, there you go. <laughs> like we're getting back there in years. Older than Matt. Oh. That's, that's old. That's pretty old. Sorry, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> he knows. So, so back in Nam. Back in Nam. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, history. Yes, history. I'll give you a history of me first. Okay. I grew up, kind of like you guys, teething on church pews. That's the way I I'm going to say I did that, not do that. For, uh, you you've, never, you've never said that? Never I heard love it, saying. but I, no, I just it. I've never done that. I never teethed on a pew. I did. How do you know? One-year-olds don't know what they're chewing on. Yeah. Well, okay. well I teethed on church pews growing up. <laughs> okay. Um, I've been in the church my whole life. I grew up going to Paradise Valley Christian Church in Casper. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There you go. Which is where... Gotcha. Charles Gwynn is now. now stolen from Central. <gasps> yeah. Yep. Tristan, true. you in the, interned there for a, a little bit, didn't you? Uh, I did not intern. I was hired at Central. Oh. No, 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 no. At PV. Oh yeah, I entered there for yeah. summer. Yeah. I was busy, so I didn't really see you that summer. Our church true. worlds are oh, like. I think I was in Wheatland that summer. You weren't there. I wasn't. Nope. I saw you preach once. Well. That and counts. my dad took notes. Oh. Yeah. To win. Thank you, Justin. <laughs> did, did he ever give you those notes? No. Oh, I should find them. Okay. And uh, so, yes, I grew up in the church, and honestly, like I said, my story goes back further than Tristan, and it goes back to my grandma. Uh, my grandma grew up not having a really good life. Uh, she witnessed her father kill himself when she was 12 years old. Had to pretty much raise her younger siblings, so younger brother and two sisters. She raised them, um, didn't grow up in a great home, had a lot of bad relationships growing up or going through her life. Uh, Her first husband, well, only husband, they got divorced when their two kids were real little. Um, That's just a brief story. Uh, there's a whole big story behind that, but I know that we have a time restraint in this podcast, Tristan. Yeah, we're, we're trying to keep it under 30, Connor. Yeah. Trying. Yeah, we are. And so, under 30? Wow. Well, you don't preach over 20 minutes, so... No, I don't. So we're good. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Lauren, quit doing hand gestures. They can't see it. <laughs> That's the point. <laughs> I'm trying to get a circle back, man. And so, my grandma, after a lot of this bad stuff, bad relationships, she took up smoking, um, did not have much of a good life at all, but fast forward through that, she found Jesus. She accepted Jesus as her Lord and Savior, accepted him, and her whole life changed. Her siblings uh, all became believers. Her brother is a preacher in Ohio whose son is also a preacher in Indiana. She just lived and breathed Christ the rest of her life and uh, her mom ended up becoming a believer and then her children also ended up becoming believers and her son is my dad, Justin. (laughs) And so my point with this story is her decision to accept Jesus and have Jesus in her life and live her life for Jesus not only changed her life, but it changed everyone around her. 
it changed mm-hmm. generations to come. And so her grandchildren now, me, my brothers, my cousins, we're all believers. Her entire family is now believers. And that was just because of her. Everything started because of her. And I honestly wouldn't be sitting here a resident intern for MPA, North Point, uh, any other affiliation. (laughs) I wouldn't be sitting here with that in mind or with even that at all without her. And so my God story, how I've seen him working in my life goes way before even my birth. Uh, honestly, even before my dad's birth. And so it's really amazing just to see all of that connect and, oh, now I remember where I was going with this. And so when I think of this story, (laughs) I think of Abraham. And so I'm reminded of Abraham because in the story of Abraham, we see that his faithfulness to God, he didn't have a child up until he was a hundred years old. Him and his wife were barren and When he has his son, God asks him to sacrifice his son Isaac, and he does it without even thinking. He he goes for it. And God says, just wait. Through Isaac, I'm going to bless you, and you're going to have generations and generations. As many as the stars in the sky and sand on the beach, you'll have generations. And we see that through one man's faithfulness to God, generations were blessed. And we wouldn't be sitting here if it weren't for Abraham. Right. True. And how many years are we away from that now? Just a few. 15,000 plus, <laughs> maybe? You looked at us like that's a number like on the top knew. of our heads. Yeah, it's, it's Actually, me and Max kind of did the numbers today. <laughs> yeah. During our DNA today, we kind of did a lot of numbers, so my brain hurts. I thought, yeah, you said you weren't good with numbers. No, he did numbers. I, I listened. Gus is actually really good with numbers. Yeah, it's scary. Yeah, Connor, he starts to steam out of his ears mm-hmm. when he thinks a little too yep. much. He's involved in trim work, so it's actually really interesting that yeah. he's there and being bad. For the yeah. Nurse. Anyway, so your grandma, because she tasted the sweet tea, we're going to roll with it. <laughs> she, yeah, she, I like they, it. She did live tea. in Kentucky, so. Yeah, I like it. Drink a lot of sweet tea. A lot she, of she sweet taste, tea. She tasted. Actually, she was more of a Diet Coke person. I mean, Connor. That was actually probably one of the downfalls of her is Diet Coke. Because oh, she got pancreatic cancer and yeah, diets died. And so don't drink Diet Coke or any diet drinks. They're really bad. Just drink lots of sugary sweet tea. Sweet tea. So anyways, your your grandma tasted Jesus and she stayed true to him. And, and she couldn't like the moment that she tasted it, she couldn't help but live it out. Mm-hmm. Like, she tasted the Lord and how real and how big it was, and it literally changed. It sounds like, I mean, I never met her, but, like, you can tell. Like, it changed yeah. every part of her. Like, mm-hmm. it flowed through her because it was just so And you've heard good. the yeah. the big yeah. story because I told it up at camp. Tristan wasn't there, and he decided to not come. Natalie didn't come either. She came later that night for Bailey's, but she didn't come up for mine. I came one night. Yeah, but you didn't come to mine. Sorry. I didn't, sure. You didn't tell me when you were Lauren came. She was there. <laughs> yeah, so she was there. Anyways, so your grandma stayed true to when God says, teach your children and your children's children about me and teach them my ways and my commands to love me with everything and love people just like you love yourselves. She stayed true to that and she tasted Jesus and couldn't get away. And she poured out Jesus and saw his goodness to the point where, yeah, I mean, you're in ministry 
and you said two of your cousins or uncles are pastors, right? Yeah, my so her brother, um, one of the people she raised, is a minister in Ohio, and his son is also a minister in Indiana. And yeah, that's awesome. He actually, Seth, he was the speaker at Winter Whitewash two years ago. So if you went to Winter Whitewash two years ago, you should know Seth. Yeah. Related to Connor. Yeah. He's my cousin. Bet you didn't guess that one. <laughs> no, we have some different last names. So that's that's going clear back. And that's how you've seen God moving in the background, kind of like I was saying, and, and Lauren was saying last time, where God was moving in the background so much, we didn't even know what was going on, but he was doing so many things in the background to get us where we are today. Mm-hmm. He did so much in your family background, even get you here, sitting here, not only in Spearfish, not only in North Point, not in, only in ministry, but literally in this the, chair, in that chair <laughs> for the podcast right here, telling that story. And that, that right there is the reason why me and Lauren wanted to start this podcast is people have amazing stories like that, but far too often we don't have a way to get them out there. And that's the amazing thing that God has given us this technology and we need to use utilize it for people to share their stories. Tasted and seen. That's how he's tasted and seen. Your grandma tasted and seen God move in your family. But And then because like we get to experience, Connor gets to experience his faithfulness on a deep right. level too. Like the Lord calls us and then when we respond to that and we let him use us for kingdom work, Boom. Like, Boom. so much Doors takes place. open. <laughs> he, he changes so many. open. <laughs> Explode. <laughs> he blows the doors off the hinges. Kaboom! <laughs> Anyways, so that's how God was moving in your past, um, in your family's history. Can you share any moments recently and maybe give a little background of what you're doing here, how he got you here, and how you see him, how you've seen him move recently in your life. Yeah. Um, so, like I said, I grew up in the church. Uh, chewing been, on pews. Chewing on pews. Uh, I accepted Jesus when I was 10-ish. I don't even remember what year it was, but I was around 10, and uh, just my whole life I've had so many great mentors and great people Christian people leading me in my life, um, not only family, but Wes Goodall, uh, all the leaders at PV, uh, Casey Schroeder, who's now in Wheatland, uh, just so many people in my life just leading me and pushing me along in my, not only my Christian walk, but just in my life in general. And it's because of all those people that when I was growing up, I grew up playing baseball, and so... I wanted to play college baseball. And when I thought of college baseball, I was like, I also want a Christian education. And Summit Christian College doesn't have a baseball team. Mm-hmm. It's true. They don't even have enough people for a baseball team. Not true. How many people is Summit? Baseball team, how many do you need for a baseball team? Well, you need nine on the field, but you also need subs. <laughs> I have eight Summit in one definitely of my has nine people. Yeah. <laughs> does it? Yeah, oh, she okay. has eight in okay. one class. Yeah. Quit sidetracking. Anyways, they don't have a baseball program. (laughs) So when I was looking for colleges, I (laughs) wanted to go to a college that was Christian education while I could also play baseball. And so through Casey Schroeder, I found out about York College, which is now York University. But I went there when it was college, so... It's a whole other story. (laughs) Yeah, a whole other story. We won't get into that. But 
I went there and I went there first as a history education major because that's what I wanted to do with my life. I wanted to teach history and coach baseball. That's what I had planned for my life and got there, went through my first semester at York and I was like, God is calling me to ministry. Mm. He really just put the Bible in front of me and was like, isn't it awesome? Because I took a... Oh, I love that. Yeah. I took a history... I took... <laughs> the All freshmen at York are required to take history of the New Testament, and it gives you just a basic introduction to the New Testament, which I re- good. I'm really glad that York offers New Testament first instead of the Old Testament, because they would have a much lower student rate sophomore year. <laughs> and so... The whole first year, you're required to take two semesters of history of the New Testament. And through that uh, class, I took it with Dr. Frank Wheeler, favorite preacher. Uh, He's also a preacher, but favorite professor, doctor ever. Yeah, he's pretty cool. Um, Through his class, I really just had a greater passion for learning more about the Bible. And like I said, I was a history education major, and the history of the Bible really inspired me. And so that's really why I wanted to get into ministry is because I like teaching people about history. And so what better history than the Bible? And so I really enjoy preaching, teaching, uh, just diving into the Bible and diving into the history of it. And so at at the end of my freshman year, I changed to biblical studies, uh, got my bachelor's in biblical studies there at York, uh, met Natalie in 2019. Up at church camp, because we were both repping our colleges, Summit and York. Summit. <laughs> yeah, Summit. Just kidding. Rude. If I wasn't a baseball player, I would have gone to Summit. Yeah, you would have. I would have. And I would have got a bachelor's. Same, same thing. Just saying, who started this po- podcast? To Summit alumni. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and who's your first guest? A York alumni. <laughs> Who better? And so, yeah, York College was great for me. Uh I really gave me a chance to just go off by myself, grow as myself. I was seven and a half hours away from home, had to rely on not only my friends, my professors, my coaches, my teammates, but I also had to rely on God. And he really just helped me realize that I had a passion for ministry. And through that, I was able to graduate from York. And then after York, me and Natalie got married August 21st, 2021. Look at you remember it. I do. Good it's job. on the wall in our house. <laughs> it's really like, him there's like... it's on the calendar again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's on the calendar. <laughs> it is on the calendar. I'm not going to be married too long before you got involved in this, right? No. Yeah. By the way, my anniversary is on the calendar and I'm not going to be at staff meeting on Monday. Okay. That's why. <laughs> yep. It's we were wondering why, yeah. obviously. Two years. Yeah. Golf clap yeah. because yeah. I don't want to be too loud for the microphone. I was golfing today and Good I'm job. golfing in the morning. So, early congrats for you and Natalie. Yes. If you haven't noticed, we're recording <laughs> this a little early. <laughs> It'll be yeah. in September. Anyways. And so, yeah, me and Natalie got married in August of 21. And then shortly after that, uh, Larry Berlin, the former minister at Paradise Valley, told me about the MPA uh, residency internship Thingy. coaching thing <laughs> phenomenon i'm sure that's phenomenon. what the contract says the connor project yeah it's probably the it. connor project not the connor project but 
that's what it's called now. But he told me about this uh, internship, and it's designed to prepare uh, young ministers, young Bible majors, per se, I guess, to prepare them for ministry, prepare them to go into the field of ministry, whether it be church planning, uh, pastoring a church, whatever. That's what this internship's been designed for. And uh, I'm the guinea pig (laughs) because I'm the first one. Which is amazing. But you're the best entry. I am the best level because there's been no ever. one else. <laughs> it's been very thin competition. So through that, how how have you seen God recently? How how have you tasted and seen God? So one of the best things uh, I don't like necessarily youth ministry, but going up to church camp and just kind of being involved with the youth recently, uh, I've been able to. Uh, just mentor some young kids. Uh, one of them is now considering baptism, and we're talking about that. Uh, I've been able to start another DNA group, uh, discipleship group with another guy in the church, and I'm just really finding my groove in why I was called into ministry in the first place, because I love teaching, I love preaching, and diving into the Bible. And so I've been able to do that a lot more recently because people are not only seeking me out, but I'm seeking them out and being able to just teach them the Bible. Mm -hmm. Uh, Me and my DNA group, it's not a group, it's just me and another guy, but we're walking through the Gospel of Mark and we just dive into it, search, look into the history. And today we were talking about how many prophecies Jesus fulfilled and how we know that he is God, he is the Messiah and he's who he is. And so I love just how scripture and my passion for ministry and teaching has bled into my life today. I mean, it's just been amazing how I can teach other people and preach other pe- preach to other people. Yeah, getting to see the fruit of you obeying the call to go into ministry. Like, the call to go into ministry is tasting God's goodness, like, in one way, because, like, like, what a blessing it is to get to be a part of such a big thing. Like, like the church has been growing since, like, Acts and, like, growing disciples. And then, so, it's a blessing in general to get to be called to, like, I get to be a part of this thing that has been going on for, what, 2,000 years and is continuing to go on. And that won't be shaken. Mm-hmm. Like, that's a cool thing in general. But then, like you were saying, so you obeyed the call to go into ministry. And then now, like, because you studied and, and put in the hard work, now you get to see the fruit of that and actually do it. And, like, that is so good, too. I yeah. know that, like, when I was at um, camp a couple of weeks ago, and I had, like, worked hard for this sermon, and I was nervous, and I didn't want to do it, but the Lord had called me to, and then just getting to see what God did with it. Like, so you're saying, like, getting to mm-hmm. see what God does with me obeying the call to ministry. So getting to see that in the youth group kids, yeah. getting to see that in adults. And yours was definitely one of the better ones. <laughs> I'll agree. <laughs> But but that is so good, and we take it for granted sometimes. But to be like, like I put in the work, God's using me, and it's really a blessing to just feel like to see what God is doing. It's so good, and it's so encouraging too for your faith because ministry can be hard. Oh, it's well, I shouldn't say can be. It is. Ministry is hard, (laughs) but when you see the fruit of that, it's like wow, God is good. God is working, and it's worth it. It is. It is such a good feeling. Yeah, I think it's Mm -hmm. fulfilling. Like, yeah. very, 
when you grow up, you have your dreams set, what you want to be. Sometimes it's drastically different, but sometimes not. I mean, like for me, I knew from my family history almost, it's in my blood, business and ministry, whether it's combined or separate, whatever. I mean, for the last few generations and a lot of my relatives, it's business or ministry. So for me, I've always said that, but I thought my route was going to be more business and, and kind of ministry than dovetail, where God took me and did ministry as the head and then kind of dovetail business in. And it's fulfilling because you realize after you go through all that hard work growing up, you it comes to a point where in all of us, it clicked, God spoke, and we're like, this makes sense. It mm-hmm. totally makes sense. I mean, I think of you, Connor, right now, like, you're going to be teaching a class in two weeks about biblical history, archaeology, archaeology, history. So it's in those moments I'm like, dude, like God grabbed you four years ago for a moment that you can finally be teaching what you originally thought wasn't going to be biblical. It was just going to be history, but he's yeah. he's taking it like a complete 360 and boom, right there. It's well, not a 360, a 180. Well, if it was a 360, I'd be right back at it. Well, that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> he takes you a turn and fulfills you, and you're just like, you get a fulfillment of like, wow, just what God was doing in the background was just, it was amazing, not only in your family history, but also in your life as well, in all our lives, like, he was moving so much, yeah. and we didn't even know, yeah. and here we are. Yeah, it's so good. It's yeah, such a joy. It's crazy, and I know there's always been... You always hear testimonies of, I was at rock bottom, I was the worst of worst, you know, and there's so many testimonies like that, and then they say, and then I found God. But there's also so many testimonies like ours where we grew up in the church, and we grew up knowing God. But And a lot of times we see those other testimonies, the rock bottom testimonies, and we're like, those are so cool. And we're like, I wish I had that testimony. But really, you don't need that testimony. And I've always been encouraged when I hear that. And I think, I don't have a rock-bottom testimony. I have a testimony that I've seen God work through my entire life. Not only my life, but everyone else's life. Through through my family and through friends. And so, I always like um, knowing that our testimonies, even if we grew up in the church, or even if we were at a rock-bottom all our testimonies have power. All of us, we have all tasted and seen God. No because, matter yeah. no matter what path you were on, we've all done it. We've all mm-hmm. tasted and seen God. And it's just amazing to see how he can work through every different person's mm-hmm. life. Yeah. And that's what scripture is all about. Is He has taken someone from every walk of life. The Bible was written by fishermen, ex-Pharisees, sinners, just simple people like us and really that's one of the big things that got me into biblical history is god uses normal people Mm -hmm. he uses ordinary people paul was an ex-pharisee center of sinners he used to kill christians he was a terrorist to christians and he wrote 13 letters of the new testament right peter for his faith ended up being crucified or head chopped off because he was roman (laughs) For his faith. Peter was a fisherman. He had basic knowledge. And look how God used him. Yeah. And so 
I always like to tell this joke. I like to live my life like Jesus. I'm a carpenter, and I surround myself with people who are good fishermen. <laughs> I'm an it's okay. Pretty accurate too. I'm an okay fisherman. I mean, I'm wearing a fishing shirt right now and a fishing hat and fishing sunglasses. In case you guys couldn't see. Yeah, in case you guys couldn't see me because of the camera angle and all that. But I like to live my life like Jesus because I'm a carpenter and I surround myself with good fishermen, people who can feed me. And that's a joke, but it's also true because I surround myself with people who can feed me not only with fish, but feed me with Christ and able to encourage me in my ministry and just keep pushing me in my ministry so joke and a lesson there <laughs> boom double there you have connor lewis double whammy right there although I don't... <laughs> although peter wasn't a fly fisherman he was a big net guy <laughs> they both work i have a small net. i've seen it both ways i have a small net so we we want to take this podcast and we want to hear stories we want we want to hear that exact story. We want to we want to get as many people as we can to come in this <laughs> the life room. The life <laughs> we call it the life room. It's we should actually change it to the, the tasting room or something. <laughs> no, we should probably have cups of sweet tea. Apparently, we should. There you go. Anyways, so we want to take this and we want people to share stories. We want you to hear how God's moving everywhere, behind the scenes, everywhere. <laughs> nice. Don't spill on the carpet. I'm not going to spill on the carpet. But what we want also is we want to ask the question, what are you praising God for right now? Oh, you're asking me right that's, now. That's the question. Oh, what are you right praising God for I thought God you were wrapping right up. No, you're I'm right. asking you. You're, you're wrapping it up. You're wrapping it up. Am I? <laughs> um, so right now what I'm praising God for is uh, really it's just encouraging to see me and Natalie, just how our lives have converged and how we're doing ministry together now. And we're nearing the end of my residency internship. Uh, What what month is it? Is it August still? (laughs) Still. Right now. (laughs) It is August right now, but when this releases, it'll be September. September, Most likely. Monthly. It will. Okay. (laughs) It will. Lauren just wants, if it was up to Lauren, then she'd do one every day. This is so fun. It is fun. (laughs) So really what I'm praising God for right now is it's just encouraging to see God moving me and Natalie in our ministry together and seeing doors open that I may have not even seen the door in the first place Mm -hmm. and seeing where he's going to lead us in our ministry. And I don't know if that's a praise per se, but I'm considering it a praise. Definitely is. God's moving and preparing. Yeah. yeah. Can't spell prepare without praise. Yeah. <laughs> nice two cents. More wisdom. Honestly, More wisdom. wisdom. <laughs> All right, I don't well, know why we're doing this. We have, we're, they can't see us. <laughs> we're just random voices in their ears. Literally. <laughs> well, we enjoy having you on, Connor, and we are so excited to keep doing this. So we hope you guys enjoyed this one. I just want to say that I'm honored Dude. to be... <laughs> Hey, you said I could interrupt you and you could interrupt me. You can wrap it up after this. I just want to say that I'm honored to be the first guest that you guys have on this podcast because now I will go down in history as not only the best entry level employee ever, but the first guest on the Taste It and See podcast. I was going to say the best entry level guest podcast. On the podcast. <laughs>
Okay, well, we'll be back next time <laughs> with guest three, and you're not going to want to miss it. Guest two. Oh, you're right. Yeah, guess I'm, I'm bad guess at math, guess. too. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, though, we, we hope that we can keep bringing people here. It, once again, if you want to be part of this, if you have a story that you want to tell, get a hold of us, shoot us a message, just tell us you want to be here and share your story. We're, we literally just want to get God's stories out to everyone so we can all be encouraged and see what God's doing. We want to see how world. you've tasted and seen God. That's, That's wow. how we end it. Deuces! That's how she's ending it every time. <laughs>